0: From Radio K Man's Newsroom, I'm Shanna Gallego with your latest news. It's another relatively safe Easter weekend, that according to officials with the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service. Over this past weekend, the RCIPS conducted its yearly Easter operations across the island, beginning with issuing tips to the public on how to stay safe, increasing police presence on the roadways, as well as visiting various campsites and residential areas. During this time, police report there were no major incidents of violent crime and no major traffic collisions. There were also no reports of trespass or theft related to persons camping over the weekend. RCIPS Superintendent Brad Ebanks is thanking members of the public for being responsible over the course of the Easter weekend, not only by following the law, but also taking the necessary precautions to protect yourselves and your property. Superintendent Ebanks adds last Easter, officers reported very few issues of concern and were happy to see that trend continue this year. Although there were no major collisions over the weekend, officers responded to 29 motor vehicle collisions. The RCIPS remained focused on areas that posed the most risk to the public, including visibility along the roadways. As a result, 27 speeding offenses were prosecuted, 21 persons were prosecuted for driving with expired registration or unlicensed vehicles, and five persons were arrested for driving under the influence of alcohol. The contingent of young athletes which represented the Cayman Islands at the Carifta Aquatics and Athletics Championships have returned home this afternoon to a fitting welcome reception from a large and highly appreciative crowd. Radio Cayman was there to welcome the swim team returning from Curacao at the Owen Roberts International Airport and caught up with President of the Cayman Islands Aquatic Sports Association, CIASA, Steve Broadbelt, who reports the Cayman swim team brought home 66 medals in total. They all performed, they all contributed to our overall points and our score. They've worked so hard. They're up against massive, one of the biggest countries in the the Caribbean with millions, you know, in that population, uh, and nobody can really understand how little old man, with nowhere near the same facilities to train in, can, you know, compete with second overall, uh, is the best we've ever done. Both Cayman Island's swim and track and field teams have returned home. Be sure to tune in to Radio Cayman Sports this evening for all this and more. A new application form is to be introduced for tourist establishments. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins has more.
1: It's being introduced by the Department of Environmental Health to improve the planning of inspections and assessments of tourist establishments and their respective swimming pools for the recommendation for licensing by the Department of Tourism. Kieran Crossman-Johnson, manager of the
2: Environmental Health Unit, explains. The inspection process is a service that's offered by the Department of Environmental Health and the new procedure will allow for improved efficiency and a maximum four weeks turnaround time. However, an application should be made to the department at least two months before the expiration of the license to allow for the completion of the processing of the application. All environmental health requirements must be met for the facility to be deemed satisfactory and recommended for licensing
1: by the Department of Tourism. Under the public health law, the DEH is charged with enforcing various measures designed to protect the health and safety of the population. The DEH has responsibility for regulating tourist establishments, including the construction and operation of swimming pools. This is done through ensuring that the minimum standards that are contained in the International Swimming Pool and Spa Code are met. Towards the protection of public health safety and welfare of the users of public commercial swimming pools. The new application form can be found at gov.deh and should be completed and submitted via email to DEH Customer Service at gov.ky or in person at the DEH office. I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins.
0: For additional information, you can contact the DEH at 949-6696 or email DEH Customer Service at gov.ky. The magic of Little Cayman's pristine waters are on their way to becoming a World Heritage Site. Radio Cayman's Dionne Anglin reports.
2: On Monday, the United Kingdom announced that the Little Cayman Marine Parks and Protected Areas will be considered for UNESCO World Heritage Site status. The Central Caribbean Marine Institute in announcing the application said that most nations around the globe are struggling to meet the United Nations' target for 30% protection for precious marine ecosystems. Yet, Little Cayman has 75% marine park protection thanks to a long-term commitment from the government and Department of Environment. The protection and foresight have been the basis for this UNESCO application. CCMI says Little Cayman's reef ecosystem benefits from low human impact and increased protection, and the marine protected areas have proven successful via long-term monitoring. Critical species, a protected key Nassau grouper, spawning aggregation site, resilient coral reefs, a healthy abundance of apex predators, and rebounding fish populations contribute to an area of outstanding natural beauty and value to both the Cayman Islands and the UK. The UK overseas territories, many of which are tropical, contribute to over 94% of the UK's biodiversity. CCMI says raising the profile of Little Cayman's long-term commitment to marine protected areas as a case study on a world stage is a, quote, positive stance for how marine resources can be protected effectively. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin.
0: Hazard Management and Island staff have re-upped their first aid training and are taking the opportunity to encourage residents to join them. HMCI Director Danny Coleman tells British Cayman the first person on the scene of an accident or sudden illness is often a family member or a member of the public.
3: Knowing what to do in these situations prior to the arrival of an ambulance or obviously the trained medical professional is so important and in the case of providing CPR and using AED it can really mean the difference between life or death.
0: She added that 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 many people don't feel confident enough in their own skills to provide aid when it is needed most, and that helpless feeling and fear can be overcome by training.
3: The Red Cross provides excellent instructions and, of course, practical skills learned are very, very helpful. Uh, As a member of the community, you never know when you might need these skills, Uh, but chances are, of course, at some point you will. So I really strongly encourage everyone uh, to attend a first aid course, um, and uh, make sure you, you can respond if needs be.
0: To sign up, reach out to the Red Cross on 949-6785 or by email at firstaid at redcross.org.ky. And speaking of training for the team at HMCI, Planning and Preparedness Manager Teresa De Silva participated in the International Maritime Organization Level 1 Oil Spill Response Training organized by the Department of Environment. Other participants included staff from the DOE, the Regiment, and the Coast Guard. The first response agency for marine oil spills in the Cayman Islands is the Department of Environment, but if a significant spill occurs or threatens to impact the coast of the Cayman Islands, it is likely the National Emergency. Emergency Operations Center will be activated to limit the threats to public health, the economy and damage to the environment. Towards the latter part of 2021, HMCI, DOE and other stakeholders produced a comprehensive update to the Cayman Islands National Marine Oil Spill Contingency Plan. And after a hiatus due to COVID, Red Sky at Night is back. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller reports. The Cayman National
3: Cultural Foundation presents Red Sky at Night. The annual arts festival highlights the talent of local musicians and performers across four stages and showcases the work of dozens of fine artists, artisans, and traditional food vendors. It's taking place on Saturday from 2 to 11 on the grounds of the F.J. Harkwolf Cultural Theater. Produced by CNCF, the popular festival is the anchor event for K-Fest, which includes Dress for Culture Day, the National Arts and Culture Awards, and the Folk Singers' Anniversary Concert later in May. The lineup includes events across several stages happening simultaneously, and festival goers will be able to choose from performances on the Harcourt Theater stage, the Red Sky at Night main stage, which will be outdoors, the studio theater, and the fan-favorite Caymanian Village, which will pay homage to traditional Caymanian performances with multiple disciplines. Also returning to Red Sky is the Parade of Nations. The Kids Creative Zone will provide activities and specialty food for kids between the ages of 3 and 12, and there will also be stargazing activities in collaboration with the Astronomical Society. In addition, the National Gallery of the Cayman Islands, the CNCF's sister organization, will be open until 8 p.m. with free admission to three exhibitions. For more information, you can email cncf at artscayman.org or call 949-5477. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. That
0: is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's newsroom. I'm Shanda Gallego.